So you could say that the Lord washes our feet by the working of the Holy Spirit and also by the enlightening of the Word of God and by the operating of the inner law of life within us. Welcome to Life Study, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Life Study is a study of the Bible emphasizing life. Jesus said in John 6.63, The words I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. Life Study is the fruit of over 70 years of ministry by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Watchman Nee began this ministry in China in the 1920s and continued it until his imprisonment and eventual martyrdom. Witness Lee brought this ministry to the United States in 1962. Before we join Witness Lee with today's Life Study of John, we would like to give you our toll-free number through which you may obtain a free copy of today's message. That toll-free number is 1-888-LIFE-STUDY, 1-888-543-3788. With us on the program today is Francis Ball. Francis has been associated with Living Stream Ministry for over 30 years. Francis, today we come to John chapter 13. Can you give us a short background to this sweet picture before Witness Lee's Fellowship? This chapter is very meaningful. Uh, Not many people really understand this chapter, and it has quite a background. If you go back through all that's been covered in the first 12 chapters of the Gospel of John, you see how the Lord Jesus meets the man, uh, meets the need of every man in every kind of situation. He brings life out of death. All through the book, up to this chapter that we're in today, he's been meeting the need of every kind of situation by bringing life out of death. And the top case, of course, is when you get to chapter 11. And there, there's a man who has died, even been buried, and even according to his sister at the grave, uh, feels that he would be stinking. But the Lord Jesus raised that man, Lazarus, from the grave and gave life out of death, such a death. So he's met the need of every man. Now why, when you come to chapter 13, we have such a uh, type by having Jesus coming in and washing the feet of his disciples. It doesn't seem that that would be so fitting at this particular point, but we have to see that after he meets every man's need by bringing life out of death, there is still a further need that the ones who have his life still need to see. So I believe we will see that man's need after being met still needs some kind of cleansing, some kind of washing. And that's what the Lord Jesus is showing us here. All of these things in the Gospel of John are signs. And this is another such sign. Let's go to Witness Lee with today's life study of John chapter 13. First of all, I would ask you all to think over why chapter 13 gives us a record of the foot washing. In other words, why the foot washing 
was not recorded in other Gospels. Why it was not recorded uh, in this Gospel before chapter 12, before chapter 11? Why it was not recorded in this Gospel after chapter 17? Why it is here recorded in chapter 13? This is very, very meaningful. Why? Even we all have become the church. We have the divine life, right? But we are still here on this earth. We are still living in the fallen flesh. It's so easy for us to be dirty. To get dirty is so easy. Then the Lord showed me, look at the picture in the ancient time. The Jews, they wore the sandals. And their roads were quite uh, dusty. After a little travel, all the feet got dirty. When they came together for a feast, you know, if they, don't, they didn't have the foot washed, my, what kind of smell there would be. I'm afraid no one would look at others' feet. And surely this will become a, would become a big problem to their fellowship. In order to have a pleasant fellowship at a pleasant feast, surely there's a the need to get their foot washed. Okay, after chapter 12, the Lord Jesus had a time with all those disciples. <laughs> no doubt, all their feet were dirty. And they were there having a good fellowship. Yet, their feet all dirty. So the Lord set up an example to wash their feet that they may they might have a pleasant time for fellowship enjoying the Lord and enjoying one another now we surely have seen the point that in the church life to maintain a good and pleasant fellowship between the Lord and us, and even between ourselves, one with another, we need the food washing. This food washing is different from the washing of sins by the blood. You know, quite often, we may get ourselves dirty, right? Many times you are not sinful, but you are dirty. Uh, maybe you would ask me, Brother Lee, give us some illustrations. Well, the illustrations are too many because this earth is full of dirt. This earth is a dusty earth, dusty earth. Right? So, in doing anything, you will get dirty. Too many cases. Uh, I tell you, 
even while you are coming uh, to a meeting, uh, while you'll be driving through the street, I tell you, your eyes may see something. Just by seeing something, you got dirty. You got dirty. Uh, before you started driving, your spirit was living, uplifted. Just by driving 10 minutes, you didn't have any intention to see anything. Yeah, just by passing through some of the things, your eyes got caught by something. I tell you, after the driving and you get in the meeting place, your spirit what? becomes dumb. Right? You got dirty. Let's pause here. Francis, this chapter deals with foot washing and is related to our mutual fellowship. Would you give us the background of this scene and why the Lord chose this very outward activity to give us a picture of something so intimate and sweet in the genuine church life? Well, this picture is very sweet and very significant because at this time, the Lord has come from God, and he's going back to God. That means that all the first chapters in this book have been God coming into man's situation, coming where man is. And then, after he's met the need of every kind of situation, there's still the need of his caring for them in love and in a way to maintain fellowship. After people receive life, and they begin born again, and they have been raised from the dead, and they're living in resurrection, there's still the need of maintaining that fellowship. And I believe we could see clearly that uh, this chapter is talking about how to maintain our fellowship after we come to know the Lord, and how to keep ourselves clean from the things of this earth that contaminate us, that are not necessarily sinful, but they're just things that interfere with the fellowship. So uh, I think uh, some of the illustrations that Witness Lee has given are very real to our experience, too, that uh, we can have a little problem with one another or with our wife or our husband. You can't call this sin, but it certainly is a kind of a contaminating thing that affects our fellowship, and so we need to have the washing. This, this sign that's used here of washing the disciples' feet is to show us that we need this kind of cleansing from our daily contact with the earth, with the world, and with our daily events. We just need a kind of foot washing with the Word, with the Spirit, and with life itself. Let's return to Witness Lee. Well, uh, sometimes you say uh, you need the blood to cleanse you. Well, if anything is sinful, the blood cleanses. If anything is not sinful, you need a washing. Not the blood to cleanse you, you need a washing. A washing by what? By the three things, by the Holy Spirit, by the living word, and by the inner life. Because the cases are too many. And because to be dirtied is so 
close uh, to be sinful. You know, so close. It's hard to uh, uh, make a distinction between the aspect to be dirty and the aspect to be sinful. So uh, it's not so easy to give you a clear illustration. But I could uh, say this way. You know, many, many times the wives are uh, somewhat a little too much in loving the husband. You know what I mean. Don't you know what I mean? We, the husband, need the wife's love. But sometimes the wife's love are too much. Suppose I got everything here for closing. I don't need anything more. But my dear wife comes with a top coat. Saying, I'm concerned for your health. Probably you will get the cold. Put the top coat on me. (laughs) 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 That is something too much. That really bothers. Nearly every loving wife would love you this way. And this kind of overlove surely causes the loved to be unhappy. The overlove causes the loved, the one you love, to be unhappy. Is this sinful or not? Would you consider this a sinful? Sure, this is not sinful. I was just a little unhappy with her. I didn't say a word. I didn't express anything. I was just a little unhappy. Well, just this little unhappiness, I tell you, would frustrate the pleasant fellowship. And what shall we do? You apply the blood. Lord, I wasn't happy with my dear wife who loved me over. (laughs) I apply your blood to this situation. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. (laughs) Then what? Then gradually you will realize you need another kind of washing. Not by the blood, but by the Spirit, by the living Word, by the inner life, something that washes you, not the blood. Something living. The spirit, the living world, the inner life. Who can afford you this kind of washing? Firstly, the Lord Jesus. And secondly, the saints who do live in life. They could afford you a kind of washing by life. Let's interrupt here, Francis. 
Witness Lee is helping us here to recognize the difference between the washing from sin that comes uniquely from Christ and his shed blood and the foot washing here that deals with another kind of contamination. Could you elaborate on this for us? I believe all Christians really have a realization that they need the blood of Christ to cleanse away all of our sin and our guilt. And this has been presented so clearly in many ways that without the shedding of the blood of Christ, we would just be such corrupted, sinful people. But once we've had the cleansing of the blood, this is not all the cleansing we need. Uh, We have certain kinds of experiences of contamination of the worldly contact, and this also needs to be cleansed away. But in this chapter, showing the need for the foot washing is to show us how we can not only get the washing of the Lord Jesus by his uh, life within us and by his word for us and by the spirit that's operating in us. We need this kind of uh, word that's always cleansing us away from the, the worldly contact, the things that make us like in this time, the dusty people, people that have accumulated some dust along the way. They need to have that washed away. I believe this really fits all of our experiences as Christians. We are believers in Christ. We've been cleansed by the blood of Christ, and we're very thankful for that. But we have another need. We have a a need for being uh, cleansed from things that even damage our loving of one another, and our damage of fellowship with one another. So this is really more than just a a cleansing by the blood and hallelujah, I'm saved, I'm forgiven, and I'm in resurrection. But even there, we do have certain experiences almost daily. I would say many, many times, even in one day, we can need this kind of washing of our feet from the contamination that we get from just being on this earth. Let's go back to Witness Lee. Well, suppose you have such a situation that you have been a little unhappy with your dear wife. And this little unhappiness becomes a frustration between uh, a frustration of the fellowship between you and the Lord. You cannot get over this just by confessing through the blood. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Then what? Then, listen to this. You go to pray. You feel something between you and the Lord. Frustrating. And you then... Confess again, Lord, I had a failure. I was unhappy with my dear wife. Wash away my failure. But it doesn't work. It still doesn't work. And this could not be washed away by the blood. It could only be uh, taken away by the inner life. Not by the blood, but by the water. 
And the water signifies what? Signifies the spirit, the living word, and the inner life. Then what shall you do? I tell you, you just have to stay in the presence of the Lord for a little while. You just have to stay there. Stay there. Stay there in the presence of the Lord for some time, for a little while. The more you stay there, don't pray much. Don't, especially don't pray that the Lord would change your wife. No, don't pray that way. You just stay there in the Lord's presence, I tell you. You will see that the Lord would come to you. He himself would come to you to wash you. Not with the blood, but with the water, with the spirit, with the living word, with life. Whenever you are in such a situation, you have to open up yourself, let the inner life flow within, and spend some time in the presence, and spontaneously something living. You may say that is the indwelling spirit, and you may also say that is the living word, and you may also say that is the inner life. But anyhow, something throwing, something watering, something washing. You get washed. You get washed. You become so clean again. Then your spirit will be uplifted and your whole being will be so pleasant in the Lord's presence. This is the washing by the presence of the Lord with the living water. This matter of foot washing is recorded in this book of signs. Even the foot washing is a sign. The raising up of the dead Lazarus was a sign. I tell you, the foot washing here was also a sign. Then, by the Lord Jesus, we must allegorize this sign. We shouldn't merely understand the foot washing according to the black-white word. We must allegorize. We must allegorize the, the sign. And the allegorization of this sign is that just to uh, let either the spirit or the living word or the inner life wash away all the dirt while you are walking on this earth and living in your flesh. Francis, I think we can all relate to the kind of dust that foot washing deals with. The solution for this kind of problem involves three items that Witness Lee has illustrated for us. Could you say something more about the experiential aspects of these three things, the spirit, the living word, and the inner life? 
Yes, these three things are very, very experiential. Uh, we we don't just study the Bible to get the knowledge, and we don't just uh, open to this chapter just to see like it was a historic event. We have to see that the Lord Jesus laid aside his outer garments. He took water, and he began to wash the disciples' feet. Now, when you see water in the Bible, particularly in the New Testament, it has a real significance. First of all, we have uh, water signifying the Holy Spirit in Titus chapter 3, verse 5. And so the Holy Spirit is typified by water. Not only that, but water in the Bible is also a type of the Word, or it signifies the Word of God. Like in uh, Ephesians chapter 5, it talks about the washing of water in the Word. And then also, life itself is typified by water. You know, when uh, the Lord Jesus was crucified, the soldiers pierced his side, and out of his side came blood and water. Blood is for cleansing us from our sinful condition and redeeming us back to God. But water is life. Water is signifying life here, the divine life that flowed out of, out of Christ. So you could say that the Lord washes our feet by the working of the Holy Spirit and also by the enlightening of the Word of God and by the operating of the inner law of life within us. When we have a certain kind of uh, feeling that we're out of fellowship or we're disturbed with a certain kind of event that's happened, maybe uh, maybe we uh, spoke not so nicely to our wife or our husband, and you feel kind of dirty, you feel out of fellowship, the fellowship is broken. That relationship with the Lord is not broken by this, and it's really not what you would call sinful. You didn't get mad, you didn't do something wrong, but there's just a breaking of the fellowship. So here, when you get in the Lord's presence, the Holy Spirit begins to work within you and make you realize the fellowship is not what it should be. And you get into the Bible, the Word of God, and you get some enlightenment of how a person should be behaving with the Lord's life in him. Should he live this way? And then also you get the operating of the inner law of life. There's a law operating in every believer And when that law operates, we need to go along with it. And this is really the washing of the water in the Word, by the Holy Spirit, and by the inner law of life. We need this washing many times a day. So this has been a very good, clear picture for us to see. We need these two types of cleansing, by the blood and by the water. Amen. You've washed my feet. Thank you. If you would like a free copy of today's Life Study message and a gift copy of the Stream magazine, call toll-free at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Or write us at Living Stream Ministry, P.O. Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or visit us at our website, www. .lsm.org. That's www.lsm.org. The Living Stream Ministry is pleased to announce the publication of a new book, The Overcoming Life, a fresh and accurate translation of messages given by Watchman Nee in 1935. 
These messages contain the underlying truth that led to Watchman Nee's well-known classic, The Normal Christian Life. Those who have read The Normal Christian Life will find that the overcoming life speaks with the same freshness, clarity, and surprising originality. This book and other books by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee can be obtained from your local Christian bookstore. Our number again is 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. Join us again next week and every week for another Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. Thank you for listening.